0: Hello everybody, got an episode for you today which is UK versus USA, I think it's a pretty good episode, we've got a newcomer which is American Woman, we have another episode coming out, I'm not sure when that's going to be, sometime in the near future and Dr Onan is back for AI, so I've changed the theme tune a little bit today and added a few things in, let me know what you think about it, if you don't like it just shout at me and then I might put it back. Or I might just change it again. No, I'll put it back. I hope that you have a good time listening. It goes on for, I think, just over an hour. So if you've got enough time, why not listen to it all? Thanks very much. is drive me to your leader with mr red and in this podcast we hope to bring to you discussion argument and maybe just some fun on the way through you know what i've realized i sometimes do argument first and sometimes do discussion first and i haven't decided which one sounds better so you know discuss i'm going with discussion this week so um we've got american woman here (laughs) a newcomer to the show to talk about uk versus usa yeah and you're going to be defending the u k aren't you?
1: No, <laughs> not at all
0: <laughs> no, I'll be defending the u k which I think the impossible task, but you'd be going to be yeah. surprised, I think
1: a lot of people from the u s are probably going to be like, "Why is she defending this country anyway? so
0: what as in the u s yeah, why do you think that?
1: Because a lot of people don't like living in the u s either
0: well where you know, where would you live though? That you know, that's a serious yes, question, has. isn't it? Like Being, if you didn't live in the US, where would you live?
1: I don't know, the entire world is a bit abysmal. Abysmal. <laughs> Jerry Geriani Jerry <Arley> was
0: abysmal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I just I just hear people say that when they live in the UK or live in the US or they live, I don't know, in France or whatever. It's like, well if you didn't live there, where would you live? And they never really give me a good answer. Some people no. do, they're like, oh, I'd live in like, I don't know, like Sweden or something, and then they come up with their own reasons for it. And it's like, oh, okay, but it's not a lot different, is it, really? No,
1: you get used to the things you don't like about the place you live or were born.
0: Yeah, I just, I mean, I wouldn't move to Saudi Arabia. No, no. No offense, I don't think there's any listed in Saudi Arabia at the moment, but if they're, well, I suppose I'd be banned there, though, wouldn't I? I've said a lot of things. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we've all said a lot of things. I don't think there's any hope of us being in Saudi Arabia <laughs> you never know I, mean, I could break through the internet blockers of China as well I could make it big you know I could yeah. be like John Cena
1: as, as a woman there are quite a few places I I think go as a just because Ma- I'm a woman as
0: an American woman
1: <laughs> an American woman yeah American woman. Uh, don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right so uh, what's one good thing about the US that you think is you couldn't get anywhere else you're going to go straight to food, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I read your oh, mind. I mean, there. well, no, I was <laughs>
1: I was thinking about driving firstly because oh, right. I prefer driving in the US.
0: I do actually to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like here where I am, which you know is a secret undisclosed location that I never reveal, but it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I wouldn't say it's quite rally driving, but it's just constant, like, changing gears, turning, changing gears, turning. Mm. And then other people getting impatient and frustrated because there's no space. And over there, it was like, it was nice. You could cruise. It was a little bit boring. I prefer that. Oh, I don't know.
1: Because, like, yeah, you obviously still have to pay attention because you're driving. But you could put on cruise control and you don't have to keep turning off and on for miles. You don't have to keep getting hit with roundabouts and stuff like that.
0: There's roundabouts in the US.
1: Yeah, but very few. They're usually
0: I've like, never seen one but cities. I've been told about them. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: Washington, I think Washington, D.C. has big one. Oh,
0: right. And
1: I think there's one in Seattle. They, I've heard that there's.
0: It's almost like it's a tourist destination, like, isn't it? There's
1: a couple little ones like spread throughout the entire country, from what I've heard. The people
0: get to it and like, oh no, what do yeah, I do? My training is not prepared me for this. <laughs> Eject. Just, just keep going
1: in a circle.
0: <laughs> or like in the Simpsons when they go to London.
1: Yeah. All oh, right. They get in like to what like the very middle lane, and then just keep going in a circle.
0: How do we get out of here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. So you're going to say, out of all the things, you're going to say driving. I do I do miss driving over there, I do. Yeah, but let me see something else, you know, like, you know. Well, not, okay,
1: well, food, I do miss. Like what? Um, Oh, so much. I miss the Chinese food.
0: It's exactly the same.
1: No, it's not. Well, Over, what's over different? here, you get...
0: She's saying over here, as in the UK. I mean, the undisclosed location <laughs> that we're not revealing. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's it's quite obvious okay but i mean like in the uk you get like chips
0: what's wrong or, with that or you
1: call fries in america but,
0: but no but no we no do we've that. had this discussion like but, i don't understand that terminology okay, we're
1: not going to get into that discussion well go- that, i
0: think that we should
1: that no hang on a minute no that goes no, on for far no, too no, long no
0: i've got to get this out right so you say fries, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I understand that, right? When you're talking about like the little thin ones, the french fries. I get yeah. that. I'm on board with that. But what about when you get the thicker, you know, I I say chips because they're bigger and they're a different shape, you know, and they you know, they're just not the same. They don't yeah. necessarily taste the same.
1: Well, and you know, I've talked to you about this before, and as you know, I'm like a potato queen. <laughs> I know all the, the names of like all the different types of cuts of stuff.
0: Potatoes. So, but, oh, I love I'm potatoes. <laughs> but
1: and I understand why you call them chips. I do. I get it, because they're chips of off a potato. But then again, I kinda of understand the way crisps are as well. And how in America we also call those chips because hang they're on, chips I was gonna get onto potato. that
0: because this is the thing. It doesn't make sense, right? I'm sorry to everybody, you're gonna hate me, but the fact of the matter is when you come over here, you know what you're talking about. If you say fries, well, you know you're going to get your fries. If you say chips, you know you're going to get chips. If you say crisps, you know you're going to get crisps. When I go over there, how do I say I want chips without them giving me crisps, right? Right. How do I do? That? I can't. Do so, I just say large fries? But then they give me a really big bag of large French fries. So what are do you, I do? Are you compl- uh, do?
1: How do I explain? Are that? you going to really complain about a bunch of food?
0: Yes, and you know I've got more actually.
1: <laughs> have self control. You no, don't have to eat them no, all. No, no. I've got, it,
0: it, no. The story gets worse. Mm. It gets deeper. Uh, uh, that, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm about to say.
1: Yeah, I know what you're about to say. We went to
0: this restaurant, and it was very nice. It was very Granted,
1: nice. I do have to have, add a disclaimer.
0: <laughs> Where I lived was nowhere near an ocean. Well, hang on, no, well, no, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not getting out of it like that. So, it was very nice, and they had very nice food. No, the service is great, and I can't remember the name, so I'm not exactly advertising it anyway. Mm. But on the menu, it said fish and chips. And bear in mind, I've been out of you know my home country for a while. And I thought, oh, you know what, that sounds really nice. It's been a long time since I've had that or even looked at it. I thought, you know, they're going to, they know what they're doing. They'll bring it out. And they brought out, they brought out the fish. Fair enough. That was, that was right. And then they brought out potato wedges. Potato wedges with, that's not how it works. It's not fish and potato wedges. It's fish and chips.
1: But it's this still is the some problem. Sort of it gets deeper.
0: What but, we don't know what we're talking about anymore. The thing is the terminology. I can't stand it. Is
1: I warned you before you ordered that that it might not be what you
0: think it is. But all they had to do was cut some potatoes up, put them in a fryer, right? Take them out and put them on a plate. But, but the- they gave me potato wedges, but they probably put in the oven. And I don't understand that. Okay,
1: when I go to KFC in the US, they give me potato wedges. I go to KFC here, and it's no, fries. No,
0: but, the, but this is the point, right? This is the point, right? Potato wedges are cooked differently, and that's why it didn't work. It's a it's still a potato. But Why th- this was f- like four not, years ago and I have I will, not let this go. I will not stand <laughs> for
1: potato discrimination.
0: <laughs> but it wasn't the same and it and it just it didn't work. So the terminology, I can't get on board with that. Okay. Well So if you've tuned in just now to hear about serious discussion between, you know, the different political climates of the US and the UK, what and what you're actually getting is... is
1: potato talk. Potato wedges.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and crisp terminology.
1: Okay. 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 okay, when it comes to crisps then, do you prefer the American salt and vinegar or the British one?
0: There's no difference. What do you mean? Why are you holding your hands up? Like, there's no difference. Because
1: you told me that well, the Lay's one
0: was better than the Walker's one. Yeah, but one. you know what that is, though? Because they're the same company, aren't they? Yeah. Right? But you know what that is? That's a bit like your neighbour's grass is always better than yours. Do you know what I'm saying? You, you turn up, it's in this big bag, and it said something yeah. different, but it looks the same. It's like, oh, this is nice. Oh, oh bloody hell, what's yeah, that? what's that Nip that meme? Bloody hell, this is nice, this is. I'll tell you what. This is... <laughs> that's what, oh, that's yeah. what ladies, <laughs> This is bloody <laughs> nice, this that's,
1: is. That's another thing that I... <laughs> It's a bit. It, what I'm about to say is a tiny bit political. Because oh no!
0: How dare you do that on this controversial <laughs> but, show?
1: And I've talked LV, to you about.
0: I think last week or whenever it was, literally was calling Jesus a con man. So if you're okay. about to one up that, well, no, you've got I'm some not, competition. To no, be honest, I d- this
1: is. But in the UK and a lot of Europe, they're very into the environment. Got to help the environment. We got to use less of all of this stuff. Right. But when it comes to crisps.
0: <laughs> what do you mean
1: it's always in single packets you get a big well, bag no, and it's you, filled you with a bunch get, of single
0: packets you can get the share packet but it's nutrition that's what it is you don't want people overeating yeah but
1: so, so it's here you can either learn to have you know willpower and stop eating you know and not sit and oh, the no, an entire get family that. size no, bag get, get or you can produce more litter and then have a bunch of people complain about litter
0: Yeah, but the the crisp packets, believe it or not, is quite a difficult one for recycling because you can't put them in a normal recyclable package for the simple reason the freshness gets lost and then they go stale. That's why we haven't. Mm -hmm. So they burn them and it produces energy. That's the only thing we can do with them. I get what you're saying, but you know it's um. Do have those share bags? But they're called share bags. When you go in the US, they're like, yeah, just pick this up, and it's just this huge one packet. It's like Um, this is just what are you going to eat all this now? Yeah.
1: I also. I do, mean, I
0: like that choice, but if I had it day after day, I don't know if that would be great. We,
1: we do also sell like the big bags of you know single packets, but
0: yeah. it, there's variety in them. It's you, not just one we, type. No, 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 There's variety packs here. Yeah, of like I just don't. Here's buy
1: them. here's a big bag. There's only six little bags, and there's three flavors, so you only get like two of each. In the US, you can get like a a twenty bag and there's like five different flavors it's
0: yeah but i've ate this i've ate the same flavor of crisps for like five well all my life actually so oh my god
1: that that's <laughs> why i feel like you have no taste buds because vinegar has just stripped vinegar. them
0: <laughs> i have barbecue once in a while but they stopped doing them in the uk yeah. i suppose that's a negative isn't it
1: Yeah, they don't another thing is um I i prefer ruffles brand right Chips, I'm going to say, because I'm American. Crisps. And um, they have uh, cheddar and sour creams, my favourite. And I can't get them anywhere unless I want to pay like 30 You guys 30 don't pounds. have cheese
0: and onion over there either. So anyone yeah, who's listening from the UK, I've never found cheese and onion in I the US. I think Lay's no, does a cheese and onion there. No, over I couldn't there. find it. We never found that once. Salt and vinegar wasn't even a, like a popular... Flavor over there. I couldn't believe oh, it. I couldn't believe it.
1: It's because we have variety. Was we on, have more on options. the shelves. It was at the bottom. It's because almost we like people do not want to
0: say They are embarrassed of it. Oh, salt and vinegar and here in Walmart. How dare they? <laughs>
1: Another thing is when it comes to Lays <laughs> and Walkers, is when it comes to color coding, it's different. So, like in the oh, US, yeah, blue, salt, yeah salt and vinegar is blue in the US, whereas yeah, cheese but, and onion yeah, is blue. The thing here. is,
0: years ago, Walkers, it used to be the other way around.
1: Yeah.
0: Some of used to be green. That was a very long time ago. So it's I'm like not showing how old I am, I suppose. But it, that's true. Yeah. So I don't know why it switched. I don't. Maybe it was like a marketing ploy or something. Maybe.
1: I don't remember what. I think green works better. Like, oh, too. I don't know.
0: I, well, I don't know actually. Yeah. I'm not sure.
1: Uh, I don't know. I I get and I order ranch. So <laughs> I miss that, but I have to have it. Yeah. I didn't even eat it that much until I came here. And I was just like, oh, my God, I miss it so much. It was the convenience of just getting it whenever I wanted.
0: So what do you not like about here, then? Oh, she's getting it on (laughs) this. Hang on.
1: I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm picking and choosing. Um, Driving, obviously. Um, Some of the food options are very limited.
0: Yeah, well, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, let me see. Um, Shopping. Shopping? Yes. There's no different. Like, just when I lived in the US, if I just wanted to hop to the dollar store to buy something, I could just hop in my car, go. Have you heard of Poundland? Yes, but here, because everything is so congested, and most most of the time you have to pay for parking, and it's I usually well, very well, far away. Well,
0: you have to pay for parking in the US, in the cities.
1: Yes, but I didn't live in the city in the US. I well, didn't I'm so not have to sorry. pay for parking.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we have Poundland, you know? But, I know, but... That's almost as I'm good not, as a Dollar General. I'm, actually, no. if anything, actually, no, the Dollar General is a better deal. If, if, yeah. but not if there's a dollar in the Dollar General. That's what I learned. I was yeah, very disappointed. it's still
1: cheap. You went in but and you in
0: Poundland, everything is a pound, I think, more or less. Okay, you went into. That's why it's called Poundland.
1: Okay, I took you into the dollar store and you bought a slinky.
0: That was, I still have that to this <laughs> yes, day. Yes, I do. It was you, great. No, honestly, like I still have it. I get it out slinky. sometimes. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That was, that was the best fit. That's the best investment I've ever made, actually. Oh.
1: Butterfingers. Yeah, Before but I, they I, changed.
0: Yeah, but I can buy them here now.
1: Yeah, but they changed the. um. What's it called? The recipe. The, the recipe. Well, I didn't know yeah. that. I thought they were when okay. When you f- when you first had them, it was the original recipe, but right. Uh, and yeah, I think
0: twenty eighteen or something. I didn't know recipe. it's a great deal of difference, to be honest.
1: I-, I did, but um, I mean, they're still they're still nice. Mm. You can't find anything like that like anywhere. The mm. texture and all that—it's very different.
0: You know what, though, I think I would still rather live in the UK than the US.
1: I'd rather live in the US.
0: Well <laughs> the thing I found about myself over there is I always feel out of control. I don't know if part of that's because I'm not from there, but I don't know.
1: You're not used to all that freedom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if the word freedom is right. I guess it is in a sense. I don't I can't quite explain it. You don't feel like you you know you're eating half the time. You don't, I don't feel like I know. I, don't, I feel like information's harder to to come by over there. I guess that's the way. Well, I think that it, I feel like it is. It like I can't quite explain it, and, and on everyday life. But then again, that could just be the fact that I don't live there and I'm not aware of yeah. all things. I suppose I, I get that. It's
1: like most information, you can get. They're very open about information. They're not going to hide anything from you.
0: I also. Wouldn't live in New York. Do you know? I never, I've never been to New York inside the city, but I landed on and a changeover at JFK Airport, as you know, and it was just the worst airport experience I've ever had in my life. It was crazy because as we landed onto the airport, uh, the runway there, there was just plane after plane lining up behind our one. It was just constant, constant. Like every like minute, there's a plane landing. It's just, I just feel like there's a a really. Poor wrinkled man in the dark corner yeah. of the ATC tower, just like carrying Please, no more planes. Please, no more planes. I, I know, couldn't you do were it. Just,
1: you, I couldn't,
0: and that wasn't. That's not where it ended. No. I then know. went inside. I couldn't get a seat, and it, it. What was it? A meal at McDonald's was was like fifteen dollars. There was people everywhere. The person at the tail was, or whatever you call it, there. Register that the register <laughs> was. um she wasn't very happy. And I don't really blame her. This was before they bring in the automated screens and they've done in the last few years. But it was a terrible experience. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. And the the one person that summed up for me, there was this, uh, this sort of larger black lady who walked past me. And as she went past, she said to her friend, This terminal was fucked up. And I went, Yeah, <laughs> that's that literally yeah. is exactly, exactly the best thing about that trip was. Um, they have that Wi-Fi company, don't they, that you have to pay yeah. for? Well, I don't know what happened, but I just connected to it and I was on there for like three hours. And then they sent me an email about two weeks after and they were like, can you pay us what you owe us for using the Wi-Fi? And I was just like, I'm going to ignore that. No, going to st- find st- I still you. haven't paid mm-hmm. it. And it's like seven years mm-hmm. later. So that's, or was it six years later? So <laughs> I think I've got away of that.
1: I'm well, gonna- you haven't <laughs> been back since. Gonna Chicago so... next time. They're just
0: going to haul me away, aren't they? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did I do? What did I do before? Because you were excited about that layover in New York. Because
0: I'm not. You love that was a disaster.
1: The, the romanticization of New York until you actually go there is
0: like it was an experience. <laughs> like I, I'm glad that happened, but at the same time, I don't think I'd do it again. No. I would land at LaGuardia or sort of something like on Newark or something. JFK is a absolute hell of an airport. It really is. Yeah. It's not as good as you think it is. It's really not.
1: Yeah, that I, I would never even take a layover in in New York.
0: No, no. That, Unless something so, like
1: really bad happened, like the plane was on fire and had to land.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of glad that I live here. If I'm honest with you, I just feel well. You've wow.
1: grown up here. You you know everything about it. It makes sense to you.
0: Well, yeah, I suppose it's that. I don't think, that, oh, I don't know. Because I always feel like there's there's some people that say, well, why did you end up choosing to live here instead of over there? And I was a bit like, well, I suppose it's because I just had everything set up, but.
1: Yeah. So it's comfortable for you. You know what to expect. It's
0: Another thing that I didn't really like about it is when I looked up a lot of the employment rights stuff that they have, and I know it varies slightly state by state, mm-hmm. but it, it's not great like a lot of it is very in favor of the employer. I don't know if anyone's ever looked that stuff up, but compared to, um, compared to here, I find that, I mean, to be fair, it's got worse here as well, employment stuff, but I find it's not great at all. To no, be honest. I
1: think um, in Illinois, you know, where I'm originally from, I think mm. they're very like, from what I've heard, like unions are pretty big for most most
0: yeah, jobs if you're, yeah well that's the same here that's if you're lucky enough to be in a job that's got one set up but i'm talking yeah. about if you don't have that and many jobs don't here many jobs don't over there in the u.s but in those situations i think it's in favor of the employer a lot more over there for the simple reason i tend to find there's a lot more statutory regulation in the uk over this stuff than there is in the u.s the u.s is a lot more i'll oh, just get on with it yourself and that's all well and good you mm-hmm. say oh, well you've got freedom and all the rest of that but Sometimes you just want a bit of standard protection.
1: A lot of jobs over there do no, have no. that. I, f- every job I find I've... it's a
0: lot of it, a lot of it's in favor of the employer, I found.
1: No, every job I've ever had has been if like mm. especially if it's more than just me speaking up to the manager. Like you can't function the place if all of your workers are basically saying, Hey, look, this isn't right. We can't do this if you if you don't fix this
0: yeah well i don't know i just it I, just
1: depends on this like you said the state what's the also basic depends holidays on the job?
0: over there so for here the minimum basic they can give you is 20 days plus nine of the bank holidays depending if you're in a retail job that, mm. or whatever so it'd be about 29 mm. what's the minimum there that's I what i mean know. you I've, don't even know the minimum i don't even know if it has one i'm not even sure to I know. Be every
1: time i've had to you know take what i'm time, saying. every time i've had to take time off work obviously i've haven't had a job in which I made more than minimum wage, and right, you know, so, and yeah. I was part time most of them. So I, but they did grant me that that time off. It wasn't paid, but they didn't fight me about it.
0: Yeah, no. I, I, the thing is, I think that's if you had a bad employer, they might have done. This is what I'm saying. And here, they wouldn't been able to because I have to give you an, a minimum set. So, but I actually had a disagreement before with an employer years ago. And they messed up the, their electronics of it, their system of it, and they ended up trying to give me 19 for a year. And I was like, no, you have to give me, a, this was excluding the back holidays, yeah. you have to give me a minimum of 20. And she was arguing with me about it. I said, you, you can't do it, it's illegal. And yeah. she couldn't, she didn't like it, but that's the way it was.
1: Yeah. Well, I know, like, so that's um, what
0: I'm kind of talking about there, that sort of minimum statutory regulation. Yeah. Well,
1: of, I know, like, the main top careers yeah. that people need. Like you can't be Mm. without are like, you know, like nurses, truckers, all of those that you need them. And I think they, for the most part, as far as I know, because I grew up around nurses and Mm. my grandfather was a truck driver. They've got like the best. Yeah. They did get the best. So because they had to fight for it
0: Mm.
1: and they did get it. So I don't know what it is like in every company. Every that's other what I'm state. saying, but
0: here, that's, this is what I mean about more on control. But he, here, it's it's not ambiguous. There's that regulation that states yeah. that it has to be like that countrywide, and I know people in the US especially get a bit shifty about that sort of thing because they think, oh, government intervention. And I get that, but at the same time, wouldn't isn't it just standard reasonable thinking to think that a basic set of rules for everyone that apply to everyone is probably a fair game? Yeah, no, I. You know, I, I don't think there's any I do argument know, that, is there?
1: I do know a lot of people, like in our generation and younger, are fighting back, you know, against well, not, like though. all that. They're are, trying well, to. Well, they're
0: not, because if you look at, you know, if you are in that age group and you're listening, you're probably not. Because the, they're, the statistics say that they're the most likely to be positive about unions, but they're the least likely group to be part of one. You have to ask yourself if they were that bothered about it, they would all be in unions by now, but they don't seem to be. It's all one good talking about something, but unions is about taking action.
1: Well, I know. I think, personally, I think unions for most most jobs and careers are pretty essential because Mm. otherwise, you could just basically modern slavery at that point. They could do whatever they want.
0: Now, well, no, some things are illegal, but at the end of the day, like, ah, I don't.
1: <laughs> I I do have to say that in the US, maternity leave is a joke.
0: You even get paternity leave here. You get two weeks. Mm. So I think that's what I'm saying. Like, some... this is the the kind of argument I'm trying to make. A little bit on this is that yeah. I feel a bit more in control because I feel like the sunk behind me that gives me that basic. Let's all play by the rules kind of deal. Whereas in the US, is a bit more like go and talk yourself out. And it's like, that's fine. But if something goes wrong, that's it. You're Although, done, you
1: know? I will say this. I do feel a bit safer in American hospitals than I do uh, here. Because well, it's, well,
0: it's, it's yeah, but, uh,
1: cleaner. The hospital that I was in, I mean, you got your own room. Whereas over here, it seems like everyone's stuffed into like an old building. Well,
0: <laughs> h- hang on though. Hang on. Because... You might be in your own private room, but you're with your own private cost
1: i there's
0: a reason why you're in a private room because the hospital knows they can make more money
1: and never had to pay for it
0: well, you would have done, or the insurance company would have done someone had yeah. to pay for it that's the point. I don't know your situation at the time, but you know someone somewhere had to pay for it, and the hospital got paid for it
1: well they had well, they, no way- they, well, they can't they had let, but they can't let you die. Like me, I had seizures. They couldn't just let me have seizures. But you say
0: that, but in places such as, uh, I I don't know if India still practices this, but India and some other African nations, people, they will let you die if you can't pay. Mm -hmm. That's a a reality over there. They won't put you in debt. They will just more than not let you die. And I think that's awful. So I'll give you that. But at the same time, I don't think...
1: Although I've heard, and I know you have told me that this is pre pandemic that it was mm. perfectly fine the nhs oh GPs, no no, all no that. it
0: wasn't no it's not been fine for a long time
1: uh, well i just <clears> like <throat> now yeah just the ability just to talk to a doctor like in the u.s i had a set doctor now i yeah I now that. i don't and it, i yeah. don't know who i'm talking to and when they call they're very just quick to get off the phone it's yeah. like they don't want to help it's like yeah, oh but- you're having this issue Here's some and and I and I've mm. I've noticed this is a very common theme since being here is they throw SSRIs at you like oh you're having this issue here's sertraline there's yes, like and the antidepressants funny but does not work yes it just sertraline is like their their holy grail cure mm-hmm. for everything oh paracetamol and sertraline here you go
0: ibuprofen it's ibuprofen jail.
1: <laughs> awful also another. Thank you for mentioning that. Another thing, when you go to the store and you have to buy like ibuprofen, paracetamol, you're only allowed to get two boxes at a time.
0: Yeah. So people don't kill themselves.
1: Yeah. But what that's why you put something like I've, from what I've known, from what I've heard from, you know, my mom who was a nurse, that they put something in, you know, the ibuprofen and all that in the U.S. So if you try to overdose, it actually makes you vomit it up after you take a certain amount. That actually happened to me on accident because I had a uh, root canal tooth pain so bad
0: well yeah but, but i mean it's just a safety precaution it's not a big deal is it really i mean they're not disallowing you. i mean you can go to the shop near it and get another two packs there's nothing really stopping it basically that's what, inconvenient well no i know that but what it's basically saying is if you're having this thought right now then maybe if you had to go to another store you've given yourself 10 minutes to think about it
1: yeah but you but you could- I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but you it, could but go like, to the the pharmacy and get codeine over the counter.
0: Yeah, but the the idea is that they're meant to give you some sort of interview process, even though it's not, you know.
1: No, they don't they, do they that. Do, they
0: ask you questions if you buy codeine.
1: What like like what are you going to do with it and,
0: and things like that?
1: I've gone to uh the pharmacy and asked for it because I was having that tooth pain real bad. Yeah, and all they asked was, "Is are you taking it?" I said, "Yeah, it's for me." And well, that was it. They're legally obliged to
0: actually more than that, <laughs> to be fair. But I yeah. think it
1: probably depends on who's maybe working. But yeah. it's like,
0: yeah. But the thing is about the health system in the UK is it's not bad because it's bad because of how it's been run and how it's been managed. Yeah. And I don't say. And I the thing is, you get the government here. Who always talk about all the investment they're making into the NHS. There's been a lot of building work going into NHS. That's true. The problem is they're just throwing money in it and they're not really looking at the problems, which are a lack of staff, a staffing Mm -hmm. problem, which they're doing nothing about whatsoever. Yeah. And it's also an increase in usage. Um, So even if they build new buildings, which they are, they've got no one to, to run them. And the biggest problem with that is because about 20 years ago or so, maybe a bit more than that, they made nurses go to university instead of an apprenticeship. Yeah. Well, why that I mean, decision? Why? Uh, why a nurse needs such high education? I don't understand. I'm not saying that as a as a negative. I know they're very intelligent people. I'm not trying no. to say that. I'm just saying that I don't understand why they need to go through years of higher education when they should be on the job learning how to put needles it, in arms.
1: Exactly. You and, know what I'm saying. And like my mom told me when she was in nursing school, they didn't even. And I know I don't know how. Nursing schools differ from here and in the US. And this was like 20 years ago. She told me that they didn't even teach her how to do an IV. They just handed her the needle and said, here, do an IV. I mean, I learned phlebotomy. So I had, I learned, you know, basically how to do that and draw blood and all that. But they just in nursing school back then, they were just like, here you go. Learn it. Do it yourself.
0: Yeah, and I don't understand. I mean, maybe not quite that extreme, yeah. but like an apprenticeship or whatever. I don't understand why they have to university. So they've got a staffing problem with that. I mean, doctors are going to university for years and years and the cost that they're paying, I don't understand why anyone would go to you... university for £9,000 a year.
1: I mean... And I-
0: and they're making it actually more, yeah, more intense yeah. when you start paying it back. I think it saves you for 40 years instead of 30 mm-hmm. now. And you've, when you start earning over £25,000 a year, you start paying it back. Now, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to go and you know become a doctor or a nurse for five mm-hmm. to seven years of higher education and then end up with over £60,000 worth of debt when yeah. in those 5 or 6 years i could have got myself a career somewhere else earning a lot of money without the need well, to i don't and this is the problem there's no staff no mm-hmm. one wants to do that well,
1: and not, and not just that but what it seems like is because gps seem to be just disappearing oh, the, the uh, pressures and now, of now the, the nurses the pressures
0: of the job isn't it it's
1: putting all of the pressure on the nurses to get stuff done when obviously nurses can't Um, prescribed medication and all that, but they have to do what they can because the GPs just don't seem to be very interested in their job anymore. I don't even
0: understand. I mean, I'm not going to talk about pay in the NHS because I think it's standard that you pay people over the rate of inflation so they don't become poverty-stricken, to be perfectly honest with you. most of them
1: are, unfortunately.
0: You know? I mean all the places they they waste money. I'm so wrong about paying people what they're worth. Mm. I don't understand that at all. And and put that alongside the fact that they're going to be tens of thousands of pounds in debt. Why would you do it? And this is the thing I don't really understand. It's set up to work. The system will work. And it would be difficult to get it to work in this modern time with more surgeries, more operations than they had when it was set up. Yeah, I get that. But it's not impossible. uh, There's been a, a few political choices that have led to this disaster that we have of a health system. It's not the health system itself that's failing. And that's the frustrating thing. And it's the frustrating thing trying to explain that to people on the outside when they say, oh, look, this is how this government-run system works. And it's like, well, you're right in the sense that the government are the ones failing it, but you're wrong in the sense that it's the system itself that's failing because it's the system. And it's not. Yeah, and it's really frustrating because over twenty years ago it was working fine. Now, what's the difference? Well, there's been some political decisions, and the first one being education. Yeah, (laughs) making it. Basically, both parties over the last twenty years have put up walls in education.
1: Yeah,
0: that's the bottom line.
1: And that I mean, and roots to people's careers. And as long as you've known me, I wanted to be a nurse. I wanted to, because I was in college, and then I had to drop out but and I wanted to be and go back to be a nurse I wanted yeah. to be nursing school because I grew up all around it my grandma was a nurse my mom's a nurse my aunt was a, is a trauma nurse mm. like and now I have a couple cousins that are nurses as well yeah it, and so I grew up looking at my mom's medical books and all that so i seen some pretty grody stuff from a <laughs> young yeah. age so it interested me but since coming here and seeing that yeah I could still be a nurse if I wanted to but coming here and seeing how nurses being Our paid and, think, and how yeah, they're being hard. treated i just am like yeah i w- i would not want to be a nurse here mm. i would not want to put myself through that with no, my job I'm, now I'm it's already stressful
0: that exactly the same as you why would i want to do that when i can go and do something else completely unrelated or why would i do that when i can go into the private system instead and learn more and more yeah. you know all kinds of things and and so there's that, and I, and I think the system itself. I've I've been alive when it's worked, and it was very good. And if that system didn't exist, um, there's a lot of people out there that would be in terrible health positions, yeah, and like they are now because yeah. of the way the system is. But years ago, it worked.
1: Yeah, a lady it, I know it really
0: did. Then there's no understanding that.
1: Yeah, a lady I know actually, and this just proves to show how, um, you know, the system. Kind of, and you've heard stories about this where people aren't finding out they have like cancer until it's like stage three or four, yeah. Because the NHS just shrugs off their you know their symptoms or whatever, yeah. And children are dying from illnesses, mm-hmm. you know. But a lady, I know she, her husband had been displaying issues for a long time, and he actually had family history of this issue, and right. I was there when she got a call that um her husband had just then been diagnose, diagnosed terminal brain cancer.
0: Right.
1: With And the doctors, he kept going to the doctors for years saying, look, I'm having all these issues. They didn't bother, you know, doing tests and all that. And they didn't even bother looking at the history that both his brothers mm. had brain cancer. Um, it's old, isn't it? Like, it works yeah, like that. It's very strange. It's, and then when I had spoken to her last day, he had just basically... Died within a, you know, like a month.
0: No, that's really sad. Because they
1: just kept, they didn't even bother looking at medical history, which they do not
0: look at medical history you know here what? at all. I, sorry they changed the subject ever so slightly, but do you know what's really interesting is the fact that that kind of brain cancer can be, I guess it's basically genetic in that case. And I'll tell you why, because what cancer basically is, and I'm probably simplifying this heavily. But what it basically is, leaving aside the radiation that causes it most of the time, is it's cells that have been repaired, but improperly repaired, and they create cancer cells. And you have to ask yourself, what was going on in that family for those particular cells to not genetically regrow correctly? Yeah, It's just crazy, isn't it? And you know, they actually have... And it astonishes me, a system of using radiation therapy for brain cancers. And what it does, I can't remember it completely, but it's like this little, almost like a laser that's very pinpoint. And I want to say it shoots beta particles into the certain part of the brain, but I could be wrong. And it shoots it pinpoint in this one little part of the brain and that'll kill the cancer. But like you say, obviously when it spreads and it's yeah. throughout the brain, there's no chance.
1: Well, it's like...
0: It um, just to me how someone's come up with that. Because radiation, the thing that causes cancer, can also cure it.
1: Fighting fire crazy, with fire. It? Well,
0: yeah. It's, I, I just think it's crazy, isn't yeah. it?
1: Like, um, like anyone can get a brain tumor. It doesn't mean well, it, it's yeah. cancerous. And yeah, it doesn't necessarily that. run... Through. Like I my brother someone, has yeah. a brain mass...
0: I don't know what that means, though. Does it like it, put pressure on the brain, and give you headaches, or like what? I don't... He,
1: I, where it was located, they didn't think it was worth it to remove it because it was. They what said it was it, close though? to. If they it's they just not said cancerous, a, what is it? That's about. I don't get. I I think with um, just them, they look around the yeah, they look around the edges to see if.
0: But it's weird how if like, a, might like a collection cancerous. of cells have come together and just created something which is another way of putting it entirely entirely worthless almost like it's got no point why did it get created? it's so strange isn't it i
1: mean when he was younger he had a heart condition and so it made him have seizures and i don't know it could have easily just been an old brain injury that Mm. formed and became a mass or scar tissue or something i don't know i'm not a doctor i've seen his brain Mm. scans though but yeah um
0: yeah, I don't. Know. So I don't know, but um, I will say something about the U.S. system. If, on the surface, it looks good, and I know obviously the treatments there. But when I went into um, a U.S. hospital, I think I've been in two now, haven't I? And on the, the first thing I noticed on the door yeah. is the no entry sign with a gun in it basically yeah. no guns inside the fact that a modern country has to display that sign at the door to a hospital scares me and i don't mean it in the sense of oh, i'm scared of weapons i mean i've shot guns before it's not a big deal but like the fact that you have to put that there shows how rife that kind of ballistic weapon use is in that country which is astounding it's astounding to me why i don't understand why a civilized nation with a civilized populace needs that kind of firepower so on I mean, mass it's it's maddening to me
1: I mean I don't want to get on the topic of like um guns and all that I don't, it, I don't the really have
0: requirement of it I I don't know
1: because it doesn't really matter you can ban it all you want yeah it's still gonna happen just like over here. No, you, but it does Over here you can no. ban knives because there's no. a lot of stabbing. Well,
0: yeah, but people always come up with argument. argument. It's like if someone was carrying a knife and coming at me, oh, I'd be terrified. I'd do what I'd run away or or maybe try to get off or whatever. I don't know, whatever mm-hmm. the moment is. But if someone pulls out a gun, what am I going to do? I can't run. They're just going to shoot me. It's thing a whole is, different is you can try game. You It's can, not even the same argument.
1: You can actually. try and ban one weapon but a no, it's going to pop
0: no, up. No, it works. And I'll tell you this, this is why it works.
1: But are people still being killed?
0: No, but hang on, <laughs> right? So in Australia, the last massacre they had with deadly weapons was the Port Arthur massacre shooting. And if you're not aware of it and other people aren't aware of it, I'd actually point you to the Case Filed episode, uh, which is a podcast, which so is really good. They did an episode on it and they did it really well. It's very sad. Basically, this guy who had a really low, I don't know, way of putting it, um, uh, brain maturity, he had like the age of someone much younger than himself. He wasn't like a child's age, but he wasn't like an adult. And he was a bit strange and he was quite a big chap. And one day, for reasons probably unknown, uh, unknown entirely, he decided to go to Port Arthur, which I thought, I think, is a national park. If I remember, it's that kind of place. Turned up there and just gunned everybody down that he could with automatic weapons. And Australia, their government, decided from that to ban the use of <laughs> weapons, or at least restrict them as heavily as they they are in the U- in the UK. Yeah. The UK had the same thing; they had. Uh, massacres of guns as well i'm not saying
1: there's been a couple shootings here within the past year
0: though yeah but not on the scale that happened in the past no and since that australia's gun crime went downhill massively and those sort of massacres are a thing of the past in the us they still exist and i have to say you know people always say it's the person it's not the weapon it's like that's fair enough i agree with that it is the person you're right but At the same time, if you give that person a more deadly weapon than they otherwise would have access to, you make them more dangerous than they previously were. And I think that's the bottom line. I don't see another Mm. way around that on a reasonable level. Also, I think one thing we can agree upon with both countries Mm.
1: is at the core of it, mostly, is access to mental health. Well. And I I know a lot of the murders are committed by men. And men yeah. don't necessarily want to seek help, or they're told when they're young. Well, if I was
0: taken on Jordan Peterson perspective, I'd probably say they've got more aggression and more testosterone. No, but it's, it's too fair to him, that's true. That <laughs> tends to be why they're more aggressive and they shoot at people, I but, guess.
1: I mean, that's why they encourage a rough and tumble play with. You know, young boys, toddlers, because it helps you know get their energy well, out. Well, let's not get into
0: that. that minefield. But, There's people out there that would just but would cry we, at you for saying. But we could maybe, both agree
1: know. that um, when it comes to accessing mental health here mm. and in the US, it's
0: see that's weird. So bad. sure you'd think on a private system, it would be in the US the way it works. It would, they would have the same access. But then again, I suppose insurance companies don't want to insure it. Maybe is that right? It,
1: I, I think it. I, I don't know. It might I've, depend. No I have no if idea. If you know I,
0: email us, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, depends on the type of insurance you have um, or if you're on government assistance. I think you're probably, if you're on government assistance like um, Medicaid, you're probably mm. more likely to actually be able to talk to a counsellor and get the medication you need. Oh, really? Yeah. Because that's, um, that's how I got into counselling.
0: I think a lot of the problem, as well, is that again, I don't think there's, and I don't know about this, but I would say where it's still, it's still an emerging science. Like you wouldn't, like if you're going to fix an, a broken arm, I think we're pretty set on how we would do that, right? That's a developed mm. science, medical science. I think the problem with the psychological side, it's that it's a very, it's still, even though it's been around for however many decades it's still a very emerging science mm-hmm. and this is why I get a little bit worried about some of the peop- people that are coming out with some you know some of their ideology. I won't go into it some of their ideology about the mind and identity uh, people some oh, people's thoughts no, I'm not going to go that. into it but it worries me because they create it they take a medical issue and they make it a social like I don't know by way putting it a social um cause and that's not the same thing like you if you look at a medical issue for the lens of a social cause you're going to come up with a weird wrong answer and i and that's what worries me about a lot of the identity stuff
1: well let's talk about like just like mental illness I no, know I, I know what to. you're talking I, yeah, about. No, I was but, going
0: to, but I just, There are other mental illnesses out there as well. No, no, it's not that. I was going to. I was just I was saying I think it's I think because it's an emergent science still, you leave room for people to come in and give those sorts of theories. Yeah. And actually I, I don't even think they think their theories, I think I mean, they're like, actually hundred percent proven and they're not, and it's scary. But that's what I mean. I think it's a very yeah. emergent thing, and I think that's why it's difficult to know how to treat it on any part of it. And I think there'll be a lot of things that we've we're doing now that in fifty years will be considered completely wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's always true, but I think especially in this topic.
1: And I feel like um it's much harder to diagnose people nowadays because um things could be comorbid together. Like mm. my like um like uh, bipolar and borderline personality. You could actually end up having both. They be comorbid together, or like uh, you could have ADHD and autis- autism. But they've kind of stuck ADHD under the autism umbrella. But right. yet they still kind of try and separate it because you can have ADHD, you know, and autistic. Things, there, yeah. So I mean, I the, know people that have ADHD of, and
0: they definitely aren't autistic.
1: Like I have anxiety. Like I have generalized anxiety disorder. I. I did have depression as a teenager, but I've kind of come out of so, that. But they still like to say, oh, you're just depressed. No, I have anxiety. So what, I don't want, you know, I'm what, not what depressed. What do you think
0: about people like Andrew Tate who say that depression isn't actually real?
1: I don't want to talk about,
0: you No, know, you don't. I don't want don't to talk about him as such. I just feel like that statement then, like, what do you feel about that?
1: I'm sorry. What did he say?
0: So he said that depression isn't actually a real thing.
1: That sounds like some. That sounds like something a boy with no jawline would say. Oh
0: no! I'm sorry for any fans of his. (laughs) I I take no. I'm sorry. Honestly, I I, I take no real perspective on this. I can't. Yeah,
1: I can't take someone who spouts such crap and looks like how he does. Oh, Seriously, I, well, I, he, the, I, well, the dude is balding. He's no, got a very weak people. jawline. Let's not I mean, for,
0: no, let's not attack people for the way they look, though. Well,
1: no, but I, he I, attacks women for how they look. So,
0: okay. Well, I as I, I think if I've, I've known nearly nothing about the guy. I looked at. I read. No, sorry. I watched one interview that he did. I think that was it, and. Well, it was a bit of a mess, actually, because it was a Piers Morgan one and he was just trying to get him to a straight answer. And there was a lot of, he's not my kind of person. I think I'm more about balance than I am about whatever his mantra is. But I feel a little bit sorry for him in a way, because some of the things he's been attacked about were things that he said on podcasts when basically no one knew him and they're from years ago and then people were like oh look at these things he's saying and it's a bit like i can see how people blow things bigger than they actually are but at the same time i do disagree with mm. quite a few things that he said at the same yeah. time but i think that he's someone who will grow more with time and with age i think some men are like that I think, mm-hmm. especially men more than women, they're like that because you can be a bit more impetuous and you can be a bit more.
1: I mean, there are um, some, you know, some men who kind of stay like that until they're maybe, almost yeah. on their deathbed and they're like, oh, trouble oh, is, wow. especially if,
0: it, if he gets famous they're and very, rich from it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't know. But.
1: but when it comes to people like him who say stuff like that about, you know, oh, depression is not real, anxiety is not real. Right, they, it just shows how insecure they are in themselves. Like they're right. trying to show how overconfident they are, yeah, and the how narcissistic they are. Well, but really, well. deep down inside, they're they're trying to repress. Like, yeah, I a- actually <laughs> do not feel good about myself.
0: Well, the, I've said this. I I think there's when it comes to the passion and anxiety and things like that. I think there's two routes that people tend to take. I think I'll say women generally because I think. Probably because of the, you know, more of the the chemicals inside women and men's brains. I, I'm not an expert on this stuff, but I think they tend to evade more and tend to, um, yeah, evade and try to avoid. Whereas I think men, especially like him, they try to repress and yeah. they try to say, "Well, oh, nothing's wrong." I'm going to get angry, and actually, I think both ways are an inability to deal with. The thing that you're going through, like I said, I've said many times, is the best thing to do, at least in my own experience and from what I've been taught, is to find balance. And I don't think people like that because it comes across as a bit boring. Mm. But balance doesn't mean you don't get what you want, you don't work hard. It just means in those situations, you're able to keep steady within yourself and make the best decisions available, right? It mm. doesn't, it, it, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So I think it's a way of trying to process the thing in front of you and use a bit of wisdom rather than trying to evade it or trying to repress it. And I, you know, I think that's what a lot of people get caught in. Maybe you're right because that mental health access probably, you see, know, I looped it around. So yeah, back in I was video. waiting <laughs> for you to. Well, I, I think those two points, you know, maybe it's because of lack of that. But in the same time, even though there's a lack of it, I also think there's a lack of knowledge of what to do as well, in a way. Yeah, Well,
1: like, right now I'm doing CBT, which has actually been quite helpful for me. Right. And it's forced me to actually... Like, I had the other day, I had to look at, like, a wheel of emotions. Yeah. And I had to, you know, find the emotion to say how certain things made me feel. And I was like... It was a bit overwhelming for me because there were just so many... Yeah, I didn't mm. even realise it because, you know, the men would probably think, oh, there's only like four emotions, angry, more angry. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, so mm. if you had to choose, what would you say, the US or the UK on healthcare then? So you US. A, uh Yeah, you got a bias view. Yeah, I have a bias view. If you lived here maybe 20 years ago, I think you would say the reverse. I do have a, if I'm I, I do have
1: a bias view because whenever I've needed something, mm. I've never... Been ignored. Thing We're is, told, though, no. the
0: strange thing is, I'm not particularly a political person in the sense that I'm not party affiliated. But there's a very interesting statistic that every time the Conservatives get into power in central government, the waiting list yeah. on the NHS becomes a lot longer. And every time Labour get in, it goes down. Now, what do they make of those figures? We, I don't know, but I think you have to say you can see who cares about the issue more from that one mm. graph. I think to be honest with you and i have to say i think a lot of the issue i don't think is just with the nhs in the uk is i don't think a lot of it's just economic there's economic reasons why they've had to take some things but there's a lack of real passion about doing it within the conservative government and that's the bottom line for me like there's a lack of passion of making it work because a lot of them don't even use the nhs yeah. A lot of the politicians on the Conservative Of course party. not. They,
1: they can afford private. Well,
0: exactly. And exactly. There's that lack of passion, and um, the minority in the party probably don't even want it to yeah. exist. And most so. of
1: them, obviously, you know, they came into money already. They never well, had to know. grow up probably we, we using the know, service.
0: We don't know what their background is, but yeah.
1: But also, like, in the US, when I was able to do counselling, the counsellor asked me, like, three, four times like please talk to a psychiatrist i really want wish you would talk to a psychiatrist and when i finally did she's crazy she, <laughs> you're she asked me this, questions building up this picture like, okay this this is i believe this is what's wrong with you i want you to continue counseling if you want to try medication blah blah blah. and now i've been trying very hard to get on a list to see a psychiatrist here oh yeah well, and i finally am now on a wait list as of yeah. today <laughs> So it might be a year.
0: Again, well, it'll be longer than that. Again, that's a staffing issue, though. Yeah, That's something that could be fixed. That's the frustrating thing about it. That's that's because they can't get people to fill those roles. But again, we're not educating people about to become a psychiatrist. And when we are, we're expecting Mm. too much of them. So of course you're going to have a lack of psychiatrists. Mm. And then you say, well, we'll look outside for other countries. It's like, yeah, but so is every other country. Yeah. and now we're trying to compete with them instead of competing with them Might we just train people that already live here to do it yeah. actually I'm not saying it wouldn't be costly or whatever but the returns over time would be far greater surely for everybody yeah. and that's the frustrating thing it's there but it doesn't work because they don't care No, they don't care the fact that you can't see a psychiatrist not really otherwise they would do something about yeah. it already and I
1: understand like, the, the, there's very few therapists and psycholo- mm. psychologists and psychiatrists and they're probably very overwhelmed because Oh, absolutely. let's face yeah. it you know everyone's crazy right now all over the world everyone's a bit nuts <laughs> do
0: you think it they are or do you think it's social media that makes them that way I think it exacerbates. It, I think it
1: doesn't help
0: yeah oh, Well, anyway I suppose it's not, not a social yeah. media episode but yeah no
1: but well, we can talk about that later but I do think when it comes to have, just to I do think when it comes to general health care with doctors actually answering you and helping you whether you have insurance or not I do think U.S. is better, whereas over here you're very much shrugged off. Yeah, and you have to push very hard. I should not. I shouldn't have had to push to get my gallbladder scanned because I had, you know, a couple gallbladder attacks. You know, I shouldn't have had to push for that.
0: All oh, right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, and see if I had done that in the U.S., the doctor would have been like, "Okay, I'm. A, I'll send you a referral for an ultrasound."
0: I know I've said it already, but. It's one of those where I don't know if anyone's aware of the politician Tony Benn. Less and less people are now, I suppose, because he died, I think, back in two thousand and eleven. Anyway, he was well, he was considered a far left person. I don't really particularly he was definitely left-wing person. He was an old he was an old style democratic socialist and he was yeah. someone that I you know I very much admire. I don't necessarily agree with everything he says, but or said but he made this one idea that in world war 2 we invested everywhere we spent all of our money and all the time just to make everything work cuz it was considered an emergency and he said that after the war all of that time cuz he was you know he lived through the war and um all of that time after the war that stopped all that investment all of that emergency all that trying to get to f- get things to work the best yeah. just ceased And he said, well, if we can do it in wartime, why can't we do it outside of wartime? And I have to say, I I agree with that in the sense that, all right, it doesn't have to be quite that state of intensity because there's no war, but at the same time, don't we want things to work? Why aren't we putting that much effort into everything that we're doing? And that's really it. And that's really the health system right now. It can work, but there's no passion. There's no desire to make it work. It's all there. Everything is needed there. You know, it's all well of good building new buildings, but there's no one to be in them. No
1: one N- wants to No be in one them. to staff them.
0: <laughs> so, uh, what's the point. You might you, basically it's you remember that um I think it's Burma, isn't it? They built like a new capital city and no oh, one lives yeah, there. Yet. They ch- the, yeah, they, they had like what a dictator
1: or something. I
0: don't remember. Was it Burma? Until... I could be wrong. Yeah. You know, where they built that highway and the guys from Top Gear played the yeah. played football on it. Yeah, that was really cool. No, it was
1: like what, 16 lanes or something? Those links need to exist in, in a as lot well, of places. Yeah, that yeah, was really funny. We got none to do. The road was empty. I
0: haven't watched that in ages. I think mm. they're doing one more special, aren't they? I think so. Mm. See so that actually. Well, they you know they're from the UK. Yeah, so. but they
1: travel everywhere.
0: Well, but they're from here. I'm
1: going to tell you this. <laughs> they probably really like the US. i mean, and I know they liked driving in the US. Because you could turn right on red.
0: Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. don't you forget me! Start. I always forgot, and people were behind me just getting impatient. I was like, "What's what's the matter? Well, you can turn. No, so unless, I can't turn. What? The- <laughs> unless a sign
1: says that you cannot, you can turn right on
0: red if no one is coming. There's just something so against the grain on it, though. When you see that red oh. light, isn't there? And you keep just, moving forward. I don't know. It's I just so
1: remember you like kind of like internally freaking out when I did that the first time. But, You're just like, "What? You know, Why'd you do that?
0: Well. <laughs> The thing is, though, we have fewer lights here. I get the the point. When it's red, you can make the turn, even if you know, as long as it's clear and you look. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I want it. to. It's just it's, so. It,
1: it, it alleviates traffic much like the UK things that you know? Do you know, do
0: you know what? About to do. It reminds me of. I did this. Uh, it was last year. You might remember. I did. Uh, it's called a rollover course. Yeah. Essentially, it teaches you how to the point you would if you're driving a truck or a alloy, the point at which it would roll over. It's on stabilizers, and you drive it in a circle really, really fast. Well, I say fast for the for like a half full tank, and you're driving it round maybe at like 25 miles an hour, yeah. and you steer it really harshly, and you just see it in the mirror it go like that. And the thing is, it's so against the grain because you know it's coming, and it's so against the grain. Oh, I don't want to roll this thing over. And your instinct is like just keep it straight, don't get and then he's, and there's the guy next to you in and he's just saying gas, 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 and you sat there just like, oh no, oh no. And you just see it go over a bit you're like, oh, I don't know. It's one of those, isn't it, when you see that red light's a bit against the grain.
1: No. But I've also had Maybe. to drive in, you know, very deep snow and ice. So I've had to do We don't really, how really have to do, to do that. that, yeah.
0: That's a benefit. We don't really have snow at least in the south, where you know yeah. we are not, because this is an undisclosed location. Like, yeah, like,
1: like the 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 only time I really miss snow is like between like uh, Christmas Eve and New yeah. Year's Eve, because it's like it's at time where you want that like white Christmasy. Do
0: you know, I'm going to say something really sad. Oh God, what? I've never had a white Christmas. Never in my life. In-
1: I have to say, I've only had very, very few white Christmases. The, never- s- the snow would always come after <laughs> Christmas. We didn't get that. I've
0: never had one. It always come in February when the the February most the deepest month. The, the most deepest depressing month of the year, mm-hmm. and it would come then. So I don't want it now. Mm-hmm. I wanted it two months ago when it would have meant something to me. Well, remember the,
1: the fir- <laughs> remember the first time you came to the US, you got to see you know all that snow and how terrifying it yeah, is.
0: Yeah, I got to see it all right. We landed in it. <laughs> yeah. We landed in an ice storm. And when he... And, do you know, actually, there was this girl sitting next to me. I think she was in Essex or something. And um, we'd be talking... we would talking on and off throughout the flight, but when it landed, it, it was strange. Like you, you, With planes, as you know, you probably know, it, you come in the clouds there you're above the clouds then you go mid with the clouds and as you come in the runway the clouds are sitting low because they were heavy with all the ice and everything. yeah and it just come in right at the last second then you could see everything the runway was there and it landed he didn't quite bounce it but when really he hit it quite hard where he couldn't see the wing just like wobbled like I almost yeah. hit the runway and I was like Whoa. and everyone clapped and then the Essex girl next to me she just went oh well that wouldn't have happened in England would it <laughs> that's the most Terrible mm-hmm. uh, Essex accent I've ever done, <laughs> but it just—I don't know—it did. It enca- just sometimes I get those moments that just encapsulate when someone says it. it's like, "Oh, that wouldn't have happened." I was like, "No."
1: But either way, <laughs> it
0: wouldn't have happened. Either way, there. you made it.
1: You're alive. <laughs> but you got to see all oh, that snow. Great. Yeah. yeah, that's you great. Get to see and the snow stuck Do around you know, the whole time you were there. The worst, as well.
0: Also, when I landed there because everything was delayed because of all the, the icing and all the rest yeah. of it and they couldn't get the door open on the plane because it was frozen, and closed, all kinds of things. And then, just because they couldn't get the door open on the plane, right, by the side of us, a, um, I think it was an Emirates flight landed, or was it Saudi Arabia, some area like that. Mm-hmm. It landed next to us and when I just thought, oh, I like it was like a really big plane. You could, I think it, I couldn't say what it was. Had an upper deck. I don't think it was a 747. I don't, I'm not sure. I think they make that. anyway, mm-hmm. Um, that land I thought that's really nice it was really interesting to see and then by the time they opened the door and we got to the security checkpoint everyone on that plane next to us had got off (laughs) and that would be fine but it was my first time going to the US wasn't it yeah and I had to wait in the first line the really long one because I couldn't fast track because I'd not been before that's how the system works so I got stuck behind every person that came from like Saudi Arabia or wherever they came from on that flight yeah no, I'm no. and that's and I don't want to sound like you know, but you know what they're like, at, you know, security checkpoint. They see all these people from you know Arabia and that coming through. The, they were just taking people into the secondary room like it was like candy to them or something. It was like, oh, this is a bonus w- for me. The was you know already
1: work? crap. Well, Let's make it worse. That would have been
0: fine after my weight. But the worst part was they dragged me in there yeah. as well, well <laughs> into well, the secondary room. And I don't even know you why. Were, you, were
1: the, you were the token.
0: <laughs> uh, it was just full of people from that flight. And I just thought, this is. Although awful.
1: you did kind of out yourself. So.
0: Well, the, do you know what? It was. It was a really bizarre situation because the people, the officers, the whoever they were, the clearance officers on, I don't know what they're called. They were, I've seen them in a show in Chicago. That's mm-hmm. where it was. I've seen them on the show that they do, the you know, the documentary yeah. style. So I'd seen actually a few of them on TV before. And then they we got into the secondary room and they all acted like really terrible people. Like they were the worst. Like you saw on TV, there was this one guy, I think it was like, I want to say it was McCarthy or it was something like McGeary, Geary, something, it was some Irish name. Mm. And on the TV, he was like, all smiling. He was like really nice. And then I saw him in the second day room and he was the biggest. (laughs) Literally, he was horrible. He was horrible to everyone. He was smarmy. He was like really arrogant and they were all doing it. They were taking pictures because there were so many people in the room. They were laughing about it and it was Mm. really unprofessional. And the way they're on the TV compared to how they are in reality was scary. Oh, yeah. It, it was really scary because it was like, these are like, oh, when you're being so fake, isn't it?
1: When you're being filmed, you're going to act different.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it was one of those. Where, but it was, you know, yeah. I, I couldn't believe how, I mean, I was okay because I, the guy I got eventually was a pretty stand-up guy. and. I was like, well, I don't even know why I'm in it. And he was like, neither mm. do I. And he just was like, okay, fine. But I felt really sorry for all the people in that room, regardless if they could get through or not, because they yeah. didn't deserve that sort of treatment. Yeah, exactly. Regardless of why or how they were trying to get into the country. They just the problem is you can do it because it's an air, it's an international transit zone. Yeah. So it's international law, not US law.
1: Yeah. So, so they got away with it. Yeah. Um, if you think that's bad, imagine what, imagine what it what probably happens in New York.
0: So a oh, lot of them know, probably yeah.
1: go to New York as well, so I it probably know. gets Yeah, you thought they would land in something
0: like, I don't know, like a back end of nowhere airport, wouldn't you? Like, oh, hello, howdy, mm-hmm. I'm here. <laughs> God, I don't know.
1: But I, I maybe miss flying, and now I miss America.
0: Well, as you know, I still fly. I've got, um, if anyone was aware of this, <laughs> well, you probably won't be. <laughs> what? <laughs> I uh, got Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I got all the, Everything for all the instruments, and I've been flying. A lot. Yeah,
1: and, and yelling at the The air traffic
0: controllers are really <laughs> irritating. They've in the last four flights I've done, they've made me go around, which means you get right to the runway and then you have to take off again, basically, and go around again. And you just four times cussing
1: them out. The four t- times. Wow, they're so
0: irritating. <laughs> it's like, come on. Anyway, mm, wait, so now
1: I'm, now I'm homesick.
0: So you're going to end on saying you'd rather live in the US. I haven't made this a home for you.
1: My roots are in the US, what can I say? All oh, right. I was you know, I grew up in a cornfield right in the Midwest.
0: Humble origins. Yeah. Origin story.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, is the man who when he first saw an actual cornfield didn't like, realize that's what they looked like.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know when you see Jeepers Creep as the movie, I know it's quite old now. I was never into it, but I've seen it. And it was like these really big cornfields. You're oh, that's just a movie. And then you go, then it's like well, it is like that. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Children of the corn in there. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. I love it.
0: You know why they grow corn there, don't you? Because you can grow corn anywhere. It Doesn't matter about the soil. Well, the
1: Midwest, uh, Illinois and Iowa. I, I think I think crazy. it's Illinois and Iowa have like a contest every year to see who can grow the
0: most corn <laughs> so exciting yeah edge of your seat stuff that is yeah. you know <laughs> and on the final day it must be nail biting <laughs> yeah so
1: i i think they i think they still do that oh, no, i it was
0: in the lead oh no but there's been a late takeover by Illinois. <laughs> but it's nice
1: it's it's nice to see that because it's kind of like because no, yeah, it grows in the yeah, summer so you get to watch it grow and you see how the summer goes on you know and then they start harving it harvesting it in the Fall and then you start sneezing everywhere because mm. it's they're throwing up everything. But I do I miss summers there.
0: Mm.
1: I do very much. Like right now, it's hot and mm. sunny, and I'm just like I'm so miserable here. Actually,
0: I landed in uh, well, I virtually landed in O'Hare, Chicago <laughs> earlier, and that's what I was shouting at because the air traffic control is not up to spec, in my opinion. Anyway, they don't
1: want you there. I had
0: a disagreement, but anyway, <laughs> all I'm trying to say is is that they were having fun, storms and rain. So you're not missing a lot at the moment. That was live weather, so yeah. Uh, no, it was, seriously.
1: But I love thunderstorms. That's another thing oh, in this is well thunderstorms. I, I miss the I'm weather. I'm trying to cheer
0: you up. <laughs> I
1: miss extremes in weather, not extremes in people.
0: <laughs> oh, well, anyway, we better wrap this up, yeah, seeing as you've decided I'm... that you'd rather live in the UK. So we've- No,
1: I, I no? Don't, don't start lying.
0: No. I thought that's what you said.
1: I said US. I'd rather live- where my people understand me.
0: I understand. Whereas you.
1: over here, most of them think I'm from Ireland. So and call you Kirsten. And call me. Yeah, m- my job calls me Kirsten. <laughs> and so if I, if I ever do anything wrong, it'd be like Kirsten, why'd you do that? I'm like, I look at my badge. I'm like, it's not my name. <laughs>
0: anyway, let's. We just uh, said my name. Well, no, we said a variation of it. Yeah. So no, that's not my name. Your name is American woman.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, I think we'll wrap this up. I'm tired. So now you've decided that...
1: I want to live in the US. Goodbye.
0: Was <laughs> <laughs> that like an Anne Robinson impression, though. Like, Goodbye. Uh, yep. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> that's, that's, that, did she Goodbye. make it in the US?
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah, she had a show there.
0: She did The Weakest Link? Yeah. She did it in the UK as well. She went international. Really? I didn't know. Because
1: it. because she is from the UK, isn't she?
0: That was a great show, though.
1: I don't think it lasted very long. I think it was only a few seasons in the US, but a lot of people liked the attitude she was she hard.
0: course cool. She was a hard yeah. lady, man.
1: Yeah.
0: Hard lady. All right, well, I'm going to bed. You don't want to talk about Anne Robinson?
1: No, I don't want to. But worry.
0: she is the gap between the US and the UK. She's bridged it. That's all I'm trying to say. What about
1: Simon Cowell? Oh,
0: or man, the don't worry other about ones? Him. No, don't worry <laughs> about him.
1: Well, the other, no one know,
0: cares about Simon Cowell.
1: You so what? You know you've made it if you've made it in the U.S. and you're from the U.K.
0: No, I'm saying if you make it in both places. Exactly. Well,
1: she didn't last very long in the U.S., so there's only a couple seasons of the show, I believe.
0: Anyway, mm. my points still slaying Okay. All right. right. Thanks very much. Thank mm-hmm. for you for the coming. You're you're
1: right in right. Right.
0: One philosopher asserted that he knew the whole secret. I heard that the music is The second world to equation B is equal and is square, in which energy is equal to mass. right on the other side and where it